Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Alexander Kazina, aka Cozy Bear, and this is Pitch Perfect, the only game show on the internet where two teams compete to deliver me the perfect pitch. Tonight, I'm joined by an assortment of faces both familiar and new to respawning fire. On the red team, we have, of course, the one and only Chad Mike Innes, and of course, longtime friend and guest of the show, who just oh so nearly fell out of his chair into the PlayStation 3 loading screen abyss, That's Trevor Bettis. It's Bettis, how dare you? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and on the yellow team, uh, we have, of course, the host with the most, Adam Gumby, uh, and his good friend, Mike. <laughs> Alex, what's Whoa. Mike's last name? <laughs> oh, good Mike. question. <laughs> Mike Isle Mike, of tell, Misfit Rolls. Love it. I, I literally just looked at the first thing I saw, and I'm like, yep, that looks like it. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, we are in for quite the treat today. But before we go any further, I'm behooved to remind everybody watching or listening in at home that this production you're currently enjoying is part of a series of monthly rotating shows that we do in addition to the Respawn Aim Fire podcast, and that you can enjoy new installments of the show a month early if you subscribe to this over on Patreon, over at patreon.com slash respawnaimfire. Now that we've gotten all that out of the way, let's get this show on the road. In case this is your first time tuning in, Pitch Perfect is a semi-improvised game show, although to be honest, it's largely improvised, inspired by Kinda Funny's Debatable, in which two contestants, or in this case, two teams of contestants, will pitch me various ideas that we will be ranking against each other on an ever-growing <laughs> top 10 list. At the end of the evening- For audio listeners, Adam is freaking just joling it up over here, just pounding whiskey. I drink a Buffalo Trace jar on the bottle. <laughs> well, why are you chasing with the Mountain Dew? Just so it doesn't red, taste baby. No, no, it's not that he's chasing. He's mixing it in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Whoa. Why the would idea? you do that to the poor Buffalo? <laughs> oh, man. Got to fight the power. The idea is that, of course, these two teams will be pitching me various ideas that they'll rank against each other on an ever-growing top 10 list at the end of the evening. Whichever team has the most pitches in the top five spots of the list will win the show and earn Pitch Perfect bragging rights, or PP bragging rights for short. <laughs> for our first ever installment of Pitch Perfect, I wanted to draw upon some recent developments in the entertainment world. After years of planning and construction, Super Nintendo World is finally open at Universal Studios Hollywood. And even though Chad didn't utterly love his time there, there's no denying that it's incredibly special to see Mario and his friends finally brought to life in theme park form. It's probably only a matter of time before Xbox and PlayStation strike while the iron's hot and make theme parks of their own. But Good real estate is hard to come by, and climate change will probably flood most of it within the next few years. <laughs> the world we're living in might only physically have room for one more video game theme park, which is why today, the two teams that I've assembled are going to be battling it out to determine which of the two console manufacturers will be given my permission to make this park a reality. In round one of tonight's show, Team Xbox represented by Adam and Mike Island of Misfit Rolls, 
And of course, Team PlayStation, represented by Chad and Trevor B. Something, will take turns representing pitches they've prepared ahead of time for five Xbox and PlayStation themed attractions that they believe would make for incredible park going experiences. Based on their quality and creativity, I'll be ranking each pitch uh, on the list as it grows until all 10 in total have been presented, at which point I'll read off the list as it currently shakes down and we'll move on to round two. Are we ready to start? Yeah. Yeah. So Let's ready. Bring it on. All right. I'm not going straight to the head. I got to be straight look up honest. Gonna, look what I'm going to mix in my mouth. Oh, dear. <laughs> You know what, Chad? Oh, my God. You know what, Chad? I was yeah. originally going to go with Team PlayStation first because I play PlayStation on a more regular basis. I think I'm going to go with Team Xbox judge. first instead, actually. You know what? You're, you're making the okay. right call, Alex. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I'm officially saying you're making the right call. All, All right, right, Team Xbox. So we can use their, their sponsors against them. No, punish what Chad. is your first pitch? Uh, Mike, we should go with the thing that's the first thing on both of our list. Because it's number one on both of our lists. So that number means one in our list, number one in our minds, and number one in our hearts. This is a lot of bourbon. I'm going to keep drinking it. Mike, you go ahead and start, <laughs> and I'll fill out the part that I said. Well, there's only one fee at our amazing Park Pass. It is the park theme park equivalent of Game Pass. One price, potentially even monthly fee, gets you into the park for unlimited use. All new attractions come to you day one. To our loyal Xbox players. Look at that. Park Pass is great. Um, and for those who want a little bit extra, Park Pass Ultimate, you get everything around the park, too. There's a food truck across the street. You get it for free over there. Uh, Sunglass Hut at, at the mall a mile down the road, included in Game Pass or Park Pass Ultimate. It's wonderful. The idea of like everything here, as much as you want, is all included in one low price that cannot be beat. I mean, that is, um, what do you call it? Bourbon. That's a good one. And if you uh, <laughs> see something that isn't part of Park Pass right now, just wait a few months, and I'm sure our overlords at Microsoft will acquire it, and it'll make it part of Park Pass, along as, you know, certain other entities, <clears throat> PlayStation, don't bitch and complain too much about how much amazing stuff we own. No, you can't have cotton candy. We have to have it over here because you'll make it bad for us. All right, Jim Ryan, bitch. All right, so just so that I understand, what you're pitching isn't an attraction. It's not a ride or anything physical or tangible like that. It's a park pass or like series of park passes, correct? I would call it an experience, Alex. I would, I would say, say it's, it's a, a way of life. subscription to something that has nothing of worth in it so far. I mean... We have nothing else on the list, so it has to rank on the list, and it has to go at hey. a number one spot for now. But <laughs> we will go. see. We will see how long it remains there. Uh, Team PlayStation, what is your first pitch? We're going to let well, Trevor kick things off. Well, I, I got to say, before before we get in, I thought this was going to be like a, a civil conversation, but it, sound, it sounded like there was a little bit of a you know rowdiness in the tone of the Xbox team. So uh, real quick, let me just... Uh, Switch things up a bit. Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you why <laughs> Xbox sucks. 
everything. Uh, what we're going to start with, though, for our attraction is an actual attraction, and one that uh, does not entice you to just spend more money. It entices you to relax. And we're start off with this beautiful device right here, the PlayStation oh, Vita. Yeah. The greatest thing, oh, the greatest ooh. device that's ever oh, been made. I will yeah, fight you in the streets. Already off to a great start. I'll say that right yep, now. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, you know, you may have heard legends of this attraction. They, they, they have been spread far and wide by certain podcasts. But we are the only ones who have the actual, the real Vita Island. Oh. So, okay. so you, t you go on a tram. You take this nice tram away from the, the main park. Go across this beautiful land bridge. Ocean on either side of you. And it takes you to a man-made personal private island that no children are allowed on. And once you get there, you're given a, 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 a little bracelet that says, I get to drink for free. And then you are given PlayStation Vita. And these Vitas are special. Praise the Vita. Uh, these Vitas are special. They have every game the, the, uh, that has ever been on the PlayStation Vita. Uh, uh, Adam uh, off screen is holding up some weaker device to the PlayStation Vita. Uh, but the, you get it's this. Zoom, probably. I don't know. And then. Dumb. Yep, and then you get the ability. Yeah, fuck Zoom, am I right? <laughs> Good enough uh, for Star Lord. <laughs> so you get the PlayStation Vita, got all the games on it, everything you want to do, and then you are able to reserve your part of the beach that you just want to chill at, drink, and play PlayStation games. Chad, take it from there. Speaking I'm taking this hat chill. off. I fucking hate it. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of chill, imagine yourself on this private island and a giant lazy river surrounding the entire thing. What's in this lazy river, you ask? Oh, maybe circular inflatable rafts for you to ride, each with proprietary. different game icons. Proprietary, proprietary circular inflatable rafts. You cannot find these piece. anywhere, <laughs> and they only work in this pool. <laughs> So these are low, low prices of eighty nine ninety nine. You can you can ride around on Uncharted Golden Abyss. You can ride around on freaking uh more. Literature Club. You can go through the waterfalls of Gravity Rush. You can Rush. Uh, you can go by there the school of Persona I, Four Golden. Hold up. <laughs> hold right. up. Hold up. I really like this idea. I feel like you're overly plussing this idea by combining a few too many sub-attractions within this one attraction. I really oh, like oh, it. Oh, 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 I really oh, oh, like oh, 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 it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is all just part of the ambiance. Yeah. It's, it, this is it the is California adventure to our park. Oh, it sounds more like California Raisin to me. <laughs> it's, a, it's an island... The moat around the island is where you just chill out and relax. And you're saying, what do I do while I chill out and relax and get free drinks with this wristband? Oh, maybe you should enjoy our patented special proprietary concrete mixer drink, which is a frozen drink specifically made to inspire feelings of infamous. Uh, a PlayStation franchise you might be familiar with. It is a that gray frozen did drink not you come enjoy. To the Alcoholic. Vita, by the way. Oh, wait, did you say it did not come to the Vita? Because with the power of remote play, every PlayStation 4 game is a Vita game. Thank you, Alex. Great segue. Thank you. Rest my case. Yeah, set up. All right, I'm going to cut you guys off there because clearly you guys will keep going if I don't do so now. Um, I mean, it's a great idea. It's There's a lot going on in this one. I do have one quick question. What happens to the kids that are not allowed on Vita Island? That's not our problem. Nope. I don't right. I got more of an answer than that. Not a problem. Fucking leave them in the car. Crack a window, <laughs> y'all. I mean, 
<laughs> okay. Well. After all, your patrons are arrested for child abuse. <laughs> hey, no cops you know, uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vita Island is going at the number one spot at the list. Xbox Park oh. Pass is getting knocked down to number two. Team Xbox, what's your second pitch? Mike, I don't like the way that they came at us with that. I think it's time to go extreme. Ooh, look at us. We got glasses too, bitch. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Um, Mike, do you mind if I take this next one? Because I have an adult idea. Okay. Right? So good. Does it risk children's lives as you do it? No. Maybe. Uh, so, my idea, and I'll let you get the next one. Of course, every theme park, especially the big one in the sky, Disney, he's dead. They died? He's dead, but his parks <laughs> remain. Every park, Disney park, has characters, right? You've got Goofy. You got Max. They're singing Powerline songs, as we remember. That's the greatest uh, movie that Disney's ever put out. We've got Mickey. You've got all the characters, right? Everyone's in, in character, and you can't leave character, or they take you behind the shed and kill you. So, at Xbox Park, we also have our mascot characters. We hire big buff dudes to be Master Chief. We hire literally Dave Batista to be Marcus Phoenix for the thing. We have Banjo-Kazooie for the kids. We've got Minecraft Steve with his meat out. We've got all kinds of awesome, cool characters, and they, they stay in character the whole time, and they're there to take pictures and, and greet the children. That's cool and all. But second part to that, part 1.29, B. Ready for this one? You know, Vita Island was only for adults, right? What if after nine o'clock, maybe during Mardi Gras, during some times of, of the year when there's adult stuff, we have our mascots become adult only themed. Master Chief becomes Master Cheeks. We get a big buff sexy dude, Cheeks out, having a great time. Banjo and Kazooie, who's on top, who's on bottom. You'll find out if you come to the PlayStation Park after dark. Give it's you great. Some nuts and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have all of your favorite characters sexified at nighttime during certain parts of the year, and then normal stuff for the kids in the daytime. So my idea serves the adults and the children. Nobody has to stay in the car. Cops are allowed. Our mascots work hard and they play hard. <laughs> Jump on it, Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> um. I like this idea better than the Xbox Park Passes. If you had to give this idea a name, a, a, a general, you know, encompassing thematic like title or, or something or other, what would it be? In my document, I call it Characters in Costume. So we're going to say Xbox <laughs> Characters in Costume, the ride, the entertainment. The experience. Jeez. It's so good. Master Cheeks at night. Banjo Kazooie hanging out during the day. Everyone will love it. Characters in costume. <laughs> I'm just going to call this one Master Cheeks at Night. Keep it. Go simple. for it. <laughs> More bourbon for me. Master Cheeks at Night will go at the number two spot uh, above Xbox Park Passes, but below Vita Island. PlayStation team, ready for your second pitch. Ready, Alex. Sure. We're going to start with uncharted yeah we're gonna start right. with an actual attraction instead of something you just walk around and look at yeah, Chad, why don't i was you gonna say this one up? hold yeah, on so real far, quick so real far, quick xbox has a place okay 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 i just want to say real quick we have gone through three pitches so far not a single one of these pitches until now has been hey here's a well-known ip here's how we would turn it into a something or other 
So just right off the you bat, wait. right off the bat, I appreciate this. Just you wait. Imagine, imagine four teams, okay. each one starting in an identical room. Okay. What kind of room? Maybe it's an escape room, Alex. Surprise, it is. There are treasures. It's El Dorado theme. There are puzzles. There are traps. Search around, find secrets, decode little round things with different symbols on them. You open up the box, what do you find? A little ponytail representing Chloe. You find a, a camera representing Elena. You find a little dagger representing Nate. You find a cigar representing Sully. These are trinkets that you get to take with you that reward you for your puzzle hunting skills. Make it through the room alive, you're granted to the next puzzle room, themed after something from Uncharted. You hit a trap, a Yeti pops out, a pirate pops out. If you found a treasure representing one of our other characters, that hero swoops in and takes care of that character, allowing you to move on. If you have not, you fail. It is four teams racing against time, making their way from room to room until at the very end, if you are successful getting through all four escape rooms, what happens, Trevor? Trap. Well, I almost called you Travis. Trapper. Okay, I'm gonna I'm put in here when 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 Chad. I'm on his team, and when he was like, and you open a box and find it. I genuinely worried he's gonna say a gun. Um, <laughs> so you get through all these escape rooms, and you know you 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 have to make the ultimate escape. Now you got to get out out of this danger, and so you hop in a jeep. And that Jeep takes you on the Uncharted ride. This is a combination of practical sets as well as like volume style screens encapsulating the ride. And as you're going through these the the these dangerous jungles of you you know you're <laughs> racing with racing with Nathan Drake. He's swinging on vines. He's like, oh come on, we gotta get out of here. But you know more Nathan Drakey. And then you, you yeah you, you make it out of there, and there's a big explosion at the end. Totally practical. It's 100% safe. There was never any problem with the backdraft ride at Universal Studios, and that's where we're taking your inspiration <laughs> from. So and then you, you escape and you get out. Great little great little gift shop out there. You can buy all those little treasures found. That's exactly right. And the biggest thing of all, you know, if you're in the lead, if off in the distance you hear one of the teams going. I appreciate that callback. That's a good callback. Uh, what's this attraction called? I mean, Uncharted the Adventure Ride. I mean, come on. That's exactly right. Uncharted the Adventure Ride. Um, here's the thing. There's a lot of cool stuff going on on this ride. I appreciate the Vuvuzela or whatever the hell it is when the other teams are losing. I don't appreciate how overly exhausting this ride sounds like it seems like there's a lot of cool stuff at the end where you're escape escaping the safe explosion and all that stuff is happening where you're just sort of experiencing it but it seems like the first like three hours of the ride is going to be just really arduous hey, so you're, hey, trying to you're, overthinking, you're overthinking it let, let think, me ask you a question. Think Legends just, of the Hidden Temple type puzzles. Like, I mean, quick, yeah, easy right. things. Mm, You're going to get refreshed when you fall in that pool. Um, right. let, me, let, let me ask you this. You, well, actually, I'm not even asking. I'm just going to you. know who else was tired? You know who else was tired after a long, long adventure? Nathan Drake. You feel just like him. That's exactly right. I think I'm going to put this he one. He came home and had sex with Elena and played Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation. Only for the first year. After, after that, playing year, Crash Bandicoot. Rocky. But do you get to do that as well at the end of the ride? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends on hey, your relationship. Hey, you don't have, have to have the classic. Guess what PlayStation 1 Classic came to the PS Vita that you can relax and play on adults only. So sex is okay, and it's a nude beach <laughs> Vita Island. Oh, I was not involved in this conversation. I'm no going to rank. You can be dong out, everyone. I don't appreciate 
seems like the contestants are arguing with each other. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to slot this one at number three. Uh, underneath Pardon Master three. Cheeks at Night, <laughs> but above the oh, Xbox man. Park Passes. <laughs> uh, Team Xbox, give me your next pitch. Mike, you got to put it back on. Put your glasses. And also, see, let see you... Chad and I just did it naturally. So, that's right. You know, yeah. I'm just going to say one team is looking better We're than the other. used to being badass. I know. That's what it is. Uh, Mike, I'm going to let you take this one because yeah, I took the I other one. This. I'm going to keep drinking out of the bottle because it is hitting. So you put quick. your sunglasses on <laughs> because it's such a hot, sunny day mm. over at the Xbox theme park. Mm-hmm. You walk into this nice, beautifully air-conditioned building. You're like, oh, it's kind of nice, but it's really dark in here. Then all of a sudden, you see 100 spotlights turn on. And then one green light shines on a random person in the middle. What is this? It's the most requested thing to come back to Xbox. Welcome to 1v100. Get your dicks hard, baby! 1 versus 100 is back! That's what we but all with wanted. A twist. <laughs> please, please has... Alex, when you put this on the screen, put 1 out 100 colon dicks out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and as you get eliminated... You notice that there is a circle below you. Oh. And as you get eliminated from this amazing trivia game, which is not ex- that extraneous, you are not running around like a crazy person. You're enjoying the air conditioning, you're enjoying the thing. You're using your brain. The higher intellectual that is the Xbox gamer. And as that platform drops below you, you're like, oh, what'd be even better than this? It drops into a water slide. You go down, you splish splash, you see your master cheeks over there. And now you're at the beach party. It's nice. Welcome whoa, to whoa, the one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Beach party at night while Master Cheeks is out? That sounds dangerous and boring. You can't even see those cheeks. Yeah, yeah no one likes to have sex at night, uh, Chad. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not greased up or anything. So, you know, those lights aren't shining off there. I mean, I yes, our say... 1v1 stadium. Yeah, I mean, I got to say, I actually like this idea a lot. What I appreciate about this idea is that the two of you took like an unexpected and cool Xbox property and basically were like, hey, this would make for a, you know, actually really good theme park attraction. Like it actually lends really well to the medium, as it were, and figured out a really cool way to make, you know, losing at this attraction actually really cool and comfortable. And for that reason... It's going at number one, baby. One versus oh 100 D's out, baby, is now at number Everyone one. Everyone knows you Above want to support the loser baby. <laughs> Make the losers comfortable. All right, Everyone losers. gets a trophy nowadays. Hey, Chad, going right down that water slide, baby. <laughs> it's your turn. Go for it, PlayStation team. So, you know, the uh, Xbox teams, they, 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 they've got a lot of really fun stuff. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Master Chief, great. Master Cheeks, great ass. Uh, and, and as as we all know, the the second most thought of Microsoft property, Banjo Kazooie. Um, but there's something that that Xbox just doesn't have. You you can only sit down at the at the the the, the TV, with a little controller in a hand, because they used to have something. They used to a little dancey thing. You could, you do that Han Solo dance, it'd be really cool. But you can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. But with the dongle, you can. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you, okay. I'm sure. I'm okay. sure. Xbox got plenty okay. of dongles over Not there. Not with the kids around. Not with the kids yeah. around, Mike. Yeah. This is this is when Master Cheeks is out. He gets the dongle going. Um, Master Dongle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but 
what we have at the PlayStation Park takes one of our uh, most popular forms of play and turns it into an entire experience. This is the virtual room. And this is what every movie in the 90s promised us fucking millennials virtual reality would be like. There's uh, one of the rooms, Call of Duty themed. It is, imagine like a, a laser tag kind of kind of deal going on, right? Call, Call so, of so Duty got, isn't going to be a PlayStation franchise for very for much, much longer. longer. <laughs> but it is right now, if Alex. Forks has anything to say it about is right it. right now. Go ask the FTC whether it will just be. Just put in Kill Zone, another for, uh, just something forgettable. Just say it's a Kill Zone theme shooter. You know, we I, didn't. I, we I, said Call of Duty, damn it, and you promised uh, us that for ten years. <laughs> we'll enjoy those royalties. Yeah, you know, you know, if, if we have, if there's no worry about us putting in our theme park, you know, if there is any worry, I mean, that might be a problem for the court because it might seem like there might be some favoritism. Everything's better when we play together. But anyway, you know so that, imagine like a laser tag like room, ramps and platforms everywhere. But you have your PlayStation VR headset on. You've got your aim controller, and you are going against seven other people in a full on death brawl in there. Well, I mean, not brawling. I mean, you know, you might get kicked out, but you know, you do what you do. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. I'm cool. So this, this, that's just one of the rooms that we have. Uh, you you can do a, a, a kind of a, a, a smaller version of the uh, Uncharted, right? Instead of being in the escape room, you put the VR uh, goggles on in a, in a special room that has all of these different senses, wind in your hair, the smell of ancient ruins going around, and you can just walk around and explore these ruins that you've seen. Don't you think... Don't you think it's like n not a good use of park resources to like make the same ride like two times in a row and like have the second one be basically like a lesser version of the previous one? That's the beautiful thing, Alex, is that they don't have to do it. It's already in the game. Just right. put it in there. Didn't right. do anything. It's also called accessibility, Alex, providing yes. experiences for those who are differently abled. What? That's here. That's right. We're thinking about them. But Xbox didn't have that on their fucking sheet. So the other one uh, you can do is the Assassin's Creed training ground. You 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 want to learn how to swing a sword? You yep. want you want to PlayStation over? property. We're also showing that we are more than just our exclusives. We got we got all the games that players actually want to play. It's a fucking banjo kazooie. Get out of here with the shit. So you can go around, learn how to sword fight. You can cr crawl over things. You can stab people with your wrist like that. Yes, 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 yeah. But at the end of the day, this is the VR that you have always wanted. And you are going to be able to play in some of your favorite video games right there. Like like, like you're in it. You can move around, touch things. Well, maybe not touch things, but maybe some things. I got nothing else from there. Oh, God. At least the Xbox Park Passes one was vaguely xbox theme this is going at number six. Oh yeah it's vaguely xbox theme because it asks you to spend money that's right without even giving you anything worthwhile to get from it 89 dollar <laughs> fucking memory cards for Vita, xbox <laughs> save the show please save us mike whose turn is it i it is yours this shit went straight to my head alex alex i'm gonna let you choose what sounds better to you do you want a food attraction or do you want a ride attraction what sounds interesting to you like here's the thing my food, list is too long food sounds interesting but i feel like 
none of the pitches I've been given thus far are really <laughs> rides in the traditional sense. I mean, the Uncharted, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Uncharted, the Adventure Ride kind of has ride-ish stuff. At the it's end, in the name, Alex. There's a lot of bullshit on it as well. So I'm going to go with the ride one. Let's go for it. All right, this one, we're going to have a lot of fun with this. I made this prompt. So, in 2002, until 2019, Kings Island had a ride called Laura Croft's Tomb Raider, initially based off the Angelina Jolie movie. It's super fucking cool. Basically, you go in, and everyone sits on a platform, and then it, like, rotates you up towards the four corners of a dark room. So, like, the bottom is, like, water. And then you'll sh- it'll shoot you at the water and flip you to the top. Like, it was, it was a fun... I literally it was my favorite ride as a kid. That ride's dead and gone. Because, you know, Paramount didn't work at King's Island anymore. Whatever, whatever, whatever. So, what I'm going to do is... Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Or is it Rise? What's the second Tomb Raider game? Adam remembers this. <laughs> I love this game. Such a good problem. There is Rise Tomb of the Tomb Raider. It's Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise That's of the Tomb Raider. One. We're bringing it back. It is a fucking, you go in. Wait, hold on. Uh, hold on. Quick mm-hmm. timeout. Is, yeah. is Tomb Raider a, an Xbox property now? I'm getting to that. It's a part of the joke, okay. Alex. Okay. Okay. Oh, this oh, is all oh, a goof and guffaw. Okay. 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 All right. Exclusive. Cool, cool, cool. Shadow Xbox exclusive. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Tomb Raider ride, it's Rise of the Tomb Raider. You go in. It's basically the one from King's Island where everyone sits on a platform. It flips you towards different parts of this giant room, and you have this. Crazy, oh, it's basically awesome a ride that already exists that everyone already knows. Yes, about. Chad. Yeah. That's my point. I love this fucking Tomb Raider ride that they turned into the crypt <laughs> once they lost licensing. Fuck the crypt. Tomb Raider all the way. So we're bringing back a Tomb Raider ride. It's going to be things from the game. There's uh, snow and there's wolves and there's a Baba Yaga, all that good stuff. Um, what we'll do, though, is there is only a one-year exclusivity at the Xbox park. But Xbox okay. likes to share. We don't like to be like, oh, it's ours forever and no one else can ever enjoy it. So after one year, the license becomes open to other people if they want to, but specifically theme parks in Canada. Hmm. Oh, interesting. A really cool ride that can come to Canada and to the Xbox Park in America. Look at us sharing with Canadians specifically. <laughs> hmm. And then the Tomb Raider's I- there and then... You get impaled on stuff. It's really cool. I mean, I do appreciate that because, you know, Canada is never going to get its own Disneyland. It's never going to get a Super Nintendo Canada's World. Canada's Wonderland. It's not going to get anything in that vein. We might get like a Ubisoft land, which actually could be pretty fun. Um, here's the thing. As much as I do like this idea, I just... I was just hoping for something a little bit more Xboxy. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you first brought up Tomb Raider, the first thing my mind went to was, oh, yeah, that's right. Xbox acquired the Tomb Raider license recently. They own that now. That actually, as far as I understand, is not true. But the fact that it is still pretty, like, Xbox-ish, you know, like, it's within that kind of, like, sphere of properties you think about when you think about Xbox does give it a little bit more credence. I'm going to put it at number three on the list. So underneath Vita Island, above Master Cheeks at Night. Ride of the Tomb Raider. Fuck, that's good. I wish I'd have thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, PlayStation team. Let's go. All right, Chad, you got this one. It's pitch black. Can't see anything. Fade up from black. 60 frames a second. You're in Yarnum, baby. You are on a specially designed AI roller coaster. Made in partnership 
made in partnership with the team Supermassive Games behind oh, the VR okay. editions of the Dark Pictures Anthology type rides. You are on this ride, you have a similar AR visor to the current technology used in the Mario Kart ride at Nintendo World. And on this ride, you have light guns, similar to what you have in Bloodborne. You have limited ammunition as you go, beasts popping up left and right, fog machines coming in, obscuring the jump scares. As you go, you have to choose which enemies you're going to try to avoid and duck out of the way, and which enemies you're going to shoot from destroying, to keep from destroying your vehicle. As you go, you can get hit and your, dam your vehicle can get damaged. You shoot blood vials out in the distance to heal yourself as well. But this is not just you, solo adventure. No, you can call forth the help of other specters. At the very end, huge fog door, and similar to Rise of the Resistance at the Disney theme park, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, three cars all come together at the fog door. The fog gets blown away, boom! Right there in front of your eyes is the blood-starved beast, and all of you, doing as much damage as you can with your weapons and what ammunition you've saved and, and conserved throughout the entire ride, blasting this thing to frickin' death! And everyone survives and everyone wins, and the sun rises once again on Old Yarnum. What's this ride called? Old Yarnum, the dark ride. Old Yarnum. No mention of Bloodborne ride. whatsoever. <laughs> the name of the video game. They'll I gotta know. say, they'll know. know. Sorry, go ahead. We were just saying, they'll know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I gotta say, like, I gotta say, I gotta say, I gotta say. Say it. You gotta say it. Say it. Say what's on your mind. You have to. Say, say what you need. What the hell happened to you guys in between your last pitch and this pitch? This pitch was fucking incredible. This is what I expected out of you up until this point in time. What the hell? Where was this, Trevor? Where was this Chad Michael Innes for the past few pitches? This is exactly what I wanted. Say Trevor's last name real quick. Say Trevor's last name. Say Trevor's last name real quick. Say it. The... Already wrong. <laughs> wow, you took that in syllables that were so wrong. Um... See, here's the thing, though, Alex. Here's the thing. Uh oh. Uh, they're all on this level. They're, you, I, you know, for for folks, they're gonna come. They're gonna come to the PlayStation Land, whatever we end up fucking calling this fucking place, and they're gonna be like, all these bangers, ten out of ten. They're they're gonna they're gonna appreciate it. They're gonna appreciate it. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I was concerned for a second you were gonna sell you the pitch at the last moment there, but I mean, I think that's totally fair. We have our new number one spot on the list, above <laughs> one versus 100 Ds out, baby. Team Xbox, it's time for your last pitch for round one. Oh, it's the last one. Mike, I'm going to let you take it. <clears throat> yeah, or did... Wait. Nope, you got it. We only had one, I think, that overlapped, but you can pick whatever one you want because you killed the last one, so you continue because you're better at this game than I am. Are ye scurvy dogs, put down your meat and get your sea legs ready to set sail for adventure. There's buried treasure to be found. Come aboard and live out your pirate dream. Grab your sword and your sense of adventure and set sail on the seas with the help of our professional pirates. Navigate the waters, search for buried treasure, fight off the skeletons, and maybe even have an appearance from Davy Jones himself. <laughs> Bi-weekly visits from Johnny Depp. 
Oh, he's mm. not doing anything. He can come back. Mm. <laughs> I was about... I don't know. Your park is all about having kids around, and I don't know if that's safe for kids. He's fine. Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp and his, his Tim Burton-esque kid did... <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think Johnny Depp has ever killed a kid. That is the Chad Michael. His opinions do not know. reflect that of the PlayStation team. <laughs> but yes, this is I, our Sea of Thieves themed area of our park, where you get to live your dream of being a pirate, setting out sail for adventure with your friends, and just living out that pirate life. Is yeah. the Johnny Depp part non-negotiable? <laughs> You can negotiate it. It is negotiable. It's only bi-weekly. <laughs> okay. So you have that's a it's like free DLC brought to you with your subscription to Park Pass. So you're saying that you have to pay more for Johnny Depp not to be there. No, no. remember, everything's included. Ooh, everything's at the door, included. Alex. You've said that. That's what Park beginning. Pass is. Mm. Everything comes with Park Pass. You don't have to pay ninety dollars for a fucking inflatable at Vita Island. You're good to go. Oh, so what you you're telling in. us is that everything requires Park Pass. Do you do people walk into PlayStation Park for free? Is that what you're telling me? No, they don't need an additional subscription tier on top no, of their that admission. Is... Goodbye, Alex. Speak to me. Getting in the ticket. So what you're saying is is that your first attraction was actually just the ticket to get in the door. Okay, gotcha. No, gotcha. it's the wow. amazing deal wow. in the wow. experience. Uh -huh. Welcome to it, Xbox Park. Yeah. You're allowed to pay to get in. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I hope you like standing in lines because that's an attraction. No. Okay. So that's, this attraction is our CFDs themed live live your life as a pirate experience. Yeah, you got the pirate boat, you've got the water, it, everything. It's pirates. Everyone fucking loves pirates. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, everybody does love pirates. I feel like I can't help but feel like you could, guys could have embellished a little bit more what you're doing on a moment to moment basis within this part of the. Park. Oh, embellish! I don't. I don't. <laughs> you're swabbing the poop deck. I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate the fact that you didn't give a uh, definitive answer on what's going on with the Johnny Depp situation. Um, now, <laughs> ill with you. As Captain at the Jack end of the Hero. day, at the end of the day, this is still more fleshed out than whatever the hell the virtual room was. And <laughs> Everybody wants to be a pirate. You get to swab the poop deck. You get to. Uh, put up the mizzen mass. It's definitely Parking. better than the Xbox Park passes, so I will put it there at number seven, but no higher. All right, <laughs> Team PlayStation. I will Final admit, pitch of round one. I will admit the virtual room was our five hundred and ninety-nine U.S. dollars moment, but I think Trevor's about to blow you. Get away. a second job to go to our virtual room. <laughs> <laughs> We're not too proud to admit. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks to get into the PlayStation area. Oh boy! <laughs> All right. Go for it. Uh, okay. Well. Oh, wait. I, what am I? What am I doing? So, imagine this. You're you're getting you're standing you're standing in line and you you get into a room. It's got uh it's got what looks to be a helicopter in it. You're like, uh -huh. okay. Yeah, they give you a pair of the the uh, PlayStation AR goggles. You pop those on, and you're suddenly on the rooftops of New York City, and you're going on a tour. Uh, a helicopter tour in New York City. Y'all gather in there. They got a pilot that's uh, flying you around and giving you the sights and everything. It's bright, beautiful day. But then what? Is that a, is that a bolt of lightning? What? What is light? It's it's clear out here. What's and then Electro comes flying by, almost uh, destroying okay. your helicopter. But okay. luckily, 
the two Spider-Mans of New York swing in and they rescue your your helicopter, taking it through the streets. Electro's trying to throw it down, but Spider-Man got you with the web. It is an incredible experience. At one point, Miles Morales, uh, with the AR goggles, because you can see it, comes flying through the, the, the helicopter, one door through the other. Saves the whole thing. It's incredible. You you land, and then we have two uh, uh, we have two people uh, dressed as the two Spider Mans that drop down, help you out of the helicopter, shake your hand, tell you have a great day, and it was uh, it was a pleasure uh, to save your life. And they take pictures with you for free. Oh yeah, for free. Jesus, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> That's a man who's drinking that knows he lost. Yeah. I unfortunately didn't catch it on camera, but. I, I don't want to know what happened. Oh, let me do it again. Hold on, because you have the camera on me. All right, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Round two is going to be interesting. We need a new permanent co-host for Respawn in Fire. He's going to die of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> what is this ride called? I mean, it should just be Marvel Spider-Man. I mean, are we, are we really going to mess yeah. around with it? Yeah. It's a recognizable okay. property. It is the most recognizable and beloved and highest grossing superhero of all time. True. So, yeah, we're going to just call it Spider-Man. Okay. Who, um, are, are we going to see any guest appearances from any other Spider-Men or Spider-Woman during the ride, or just well, the I mean, two of them? Let, let, well, I mean, we, we, we got to see what happens in uh, Spider-Man 2 to see who possibly shows up in that one, so... And, you don't know uh, I'm not gonna break NDAs, and, Alex. Hold, I'm not gonna break on, NDAs. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My lips are burning. <laughs> Let's just say there might also be crossover with another little Easter eggs in there, a little crossover with maybe one Cole McGrath. No, Stop. no, that is not happening. That, 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 that was that was a pitch that was left on the sheet that it's was not meant to be there. He's in the background. There. He's he's driving a little delivery across the town. You just see him on, on the city streets. That's it. That I get <laughs> Your helicopter drops onto the ground, and Cole McGrath, whoa, <laughs> just keeps going as he's driving overall, away. It's pizza time. Overall, I like the idea a lot. It's not quite as compelling or as creative as the old Yarnum dark ride but i think there's a lot of good quality content in this one i'm gonna slot this one in at number four underneath vita island and so as we come to the end of round one the list is as follows uh, in the number one spot old Yarnum the dark ride the number two spot one versus 100 d's out baby the number three spot d's out in it baby vita island Number four, Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man, The Ride. Number five, Ride of the Tomb Raider. Number six, Master <laughs> Cheeks at Night. Number seven, Uncharted the Adventure. Number eight, Sea of Thieves, Maybe with Johnny Depp. Number nine, <laughs> Xbox Park Passes. And sitting at the measly number 10 spot, the virtual room. I'm just going to say this right here, right now. Over the course of the next several rounds, you'll have opportunities to make new pitches. Whatever is pitched next, like... Regardless of how good or bad it is, it will replace the virtual room in the number 10 spot. Doesn't matter how good or bad it is. All right. One of them is literally a park ticket. <laughs> L literally a fucking park ticket. I mean, it could be. The literal attraction was, hey, did you know you how can, can fucking you talk spend about money to come an, here? an Xbox theme park or Xbox anything without including the amazing deal that is Game Pass? Best deal in gaming, no, okay. bitch. What? What? what was that? Best deal in gaming. I'm getting louder as we go along. <laughs> so wait, hang on, hang on. Let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. 
So, and Alex, I, I know this isn't part of the thing. I don't fucking care. So let me get this straight. When you say the 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 park pass, like, and, and it's part of Game Pass, like, if you have a Game Pass subscription, are are do do you get in? Is it is it is it part of it? You get yes. play free games at home, and then you get o to go to the park only yep. if you have ultimate. Only if you have ultimate. Okay. So just Absolutely. as a heads up, that is a terrible business model. You'll be out of business. Like that's what Microsoft got trillions, baby. So worry about money. The money. I'm Phil. Sp no, I'm Bill. Bill. Whoever's the head of Microsoft, Bill's I got money, Bill baby. Spencer. <laughs> All right, Bill, guys. Bill Spencer. Let's rein it in. With that, it's time for round two. Just, I, just, well, just to let you know, uh, all this money it, that you Jack? claim Bill Spencer has, all this money you claim Bill Spencer has, the Microsoft Theater was just renamed as the Peacock Theater because you didn't have enough money what? to keep the sponsor. Chad, where else are you going to watch Twisted Metal? <laughs> you have to watch it at the Peacock Theater. <laughs> and with that, it's time for round two. Ladies and gentlemen, mostly gentlemen, fair competitors of Pitch Perfect, I have to be honest with you. I don't really feel like you really plumbed the depths of what the PlayStation and Xbox libraries have to offer. Now, I will I say think you're naked under that desk. I will say everything that I just said right there, everything that I just said right there, that was pre-written out. Like I obviously wrote all these speeches ahead of time, but I actually legit do think that like you guys really did not like lean into those libraries very much. I really Man, think it is so great to be a guest on your show. I just got to <laughs> let you know, I feel so welcomed and excited. Uh, being really, so really, really, real, so real, welcome. Uh, real good pleasure. Yeah, Alex, what if I told you maybe we plan to all be heels today? <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. You guys certainly doled out some established successful properties that many people know and love, uh, but we're here to build theme parks that represent everything that the PlayStation and Xbox brands have to offer, no matter how obscure or irrelevant. In the lead up to the show, I told you to come prepared with thought out ideas that you would be pitching me, but now that we're in the show's second round, it's time to improvise. In a moment, I'm going to ask four of you one by one to pick a random number and a random letter. Based on the number and letter chosen, you'll have to uh, pitch me uh, a PlayStation or Xbox property that has been mentioned yet uh, that incorporates a random type of theme park attraction. And when I say it's time, you'll have to be timed up because I am not going to give you any more than one minute to say your pitch. Uh, if your improvised one minute pitch is a winner, I'll slot it onto the list where I believe it belongs and shift everything that's <laughs> beneath it down a slot. But if it fails to spark joy, it won't even make the list. Uh, that being said, of course, it will replace the virtual room right off the bat. <laughs> everything clear? Everything crystal clear so just like why are we Pepsi. doing the numbers in the letters uh because th that'll be and he said so just go properties. with it <laughs> yeah that's how that's how he's picking yeah exactly yeah. okay you're gonna be randomly assigned something that you have to also what what like what number like is it out is it a range or is it just like i guess like four thousand let's, let's just jump right into it let's just jump right into it chad pick a number between one 69. to five between one to oh. five I'm going to go with Dale Earnhardt. Praise hail, praise Dale. Number three. <laughs> and oh, Adam, what are you getting? choose a letter Dale between A to G. Praise hail, praise Dale. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question, Alex? Uh, choose a letter between A to G. A to G. D for Dale, baby. Going <laughs> D3. you are going to have to pitch a knack-themed haunted house. <laughs> Got it. Am I, do I start immediately or do I? No, no, no. We're going to go through one okay. by one. 
so everybody has okay. like a, just a tiny bit of time to let these oh, ideas good. marinate. I get more time than the other two. I love this. Let's go. Trevor, <laughs> pick a number between seven and 11. Let's go with nine. Uh, and pick uh, a letter between A and F. Let's go with F. All right. Uh, you're going to have to pitch me a medieval-themed parade. Ooh. Oh, oh, yeah, done. Okay. All right. Adam, mm -hmm. pick a number between one and five. Mm, five. And pick a letter between A and G. We're going to go B, as in a B stung me. You are going to have to pitch a Dance Central theme restaurant. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Holy shit, yeah. Mike, pick a number between 7 and 11. I'm going to go with the Mighty Nine. All right. And Nerd. pick a letter between A and G. It's going to be an A-plus pitch, so let's go with A. You're going to have to pitch me a Banjo-Kazooie-themed dark ride. Are we ready, Chad? We are ready, sir. You have one minute on the clock, starting now. Here we go. It is a Knack-themed haunted house for all ages, E for everyone coming in. Here's how you start. You start in a plastic bubble, similar to a hamster ball. You are making your way through these giant rooms within this house, and what is on the outside of your, your ball is an adhesive that picks up little pieces of debris all across the room. There is a, a microphone with a sensor on the inside. Every time you scream, everything falls off the outside of your ball. So you're making your way through. Things, enemies are popping up, and if you get scared of them, you lose all of your things. At the very end of the ride, whoever has the biggest ball tops the leaderboard. Here's the scariest part of it. It is multiplayer, just like Knack 2, Electric Boogaloo, baby. So you're competing to make your way through the house, picking up as much as you can, building up your hamster ball to be bigger than anyone else's, while also refraining from screaming at the enemies. Thank you. I gotta be honest with you, Chad. I gotta be honest with you, Chad. That was a pretty solid pitch, and you got it in just under a minute. Actually, Real quick, what's this called? This is called It's Just Knack, because that's scary by itself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really appreciate that. That's actually very, very clever. Yeah, I got to be honest, like, you know, Knack, it, it's just such a, a joke within the PlayStation community. Everybody loves to dunk on it, and with good reason. But, like, I feel like you actually managed to make a, like, very compelling pitch for how you would turn knack into like a like fun scary experience like I, like to me this is like kind of on par with something like luigi's mansion where it's a little bit scary but it's scary in a fun way i'm gonna say that this is gonna go at the number five spot on the list just Ooh, under marvel spider-man uh above ride of the tomb raider hell yeah trevor are you ready to give your pitch oh yeah oh wait, wait, wait. No, no sorry hang on Go, 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 go away from me. Go away from me. Get out of here. Go away. <laughs> All right, you can go back. Okay. All right. So yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to start the timer. <clears throat> Starting now. 
So one of the complaints that we had with the Vita Island was there's nothing for the kids to do. And you know what they could do? They could go see a parade. And this parade is meant for kids. And we start off with playing some of the, some medieval music. Not not like like medieval music, but like a game medieval. Sure. And uh, and it starts playing. It's it's a little spooky. And the kids are like, "Oh, what's happening?" There's cast members that come up, and they they, they put like little like uh, 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 graveyard fences over the sides of the the sides of the street that they're standing on, and then coming down the the street is a parade of of uh, skeletons specifically, and they are dancing about because we we've now changed up the music. It's it's something more danceable. The kids are having a good time and everything. We we got uh we got Sir Daniel out there just just going to town. This skeleton is break dancing in every place he can find. He's break dancing on floats. He's break dancing on the streets. He's break dancing on top of another skeleton. Child appropriate. And then. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> Uh, and then at one point, the last float that comes out is one of the one of the big bosses right, from, from people. Time's and then up. Boom! Kills it. It's dead. What's it called? Medieval. The kids parade. Mid. Hold on a sec. I always forget how to spell this one. Me- medieval three. The kids parade. <laughs> medieval three. The kids parade. Was there a medieval two? Yes. <laughs> I found that out when I googled this game because I couldn't remember it. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. These have been some interesting pitches to say the least um here's the thing here's the thing definitely a a better experience if you want to call it that than the xbox park passes uh i'd say definitely (laughs) a a little bit more coherent in terms of its vision than uncharted the adventure uh definitely more child friendly than sea of thieves maybe what johnny depp at the end of the day though (laughs) You can't, it's hard to beat the allure of getting to see the Master Cheeks up close. And so I'm going to put this one at you, the number uh, eight uh, Real spot. quick, real quick before you do that, uh, I just need to let you know, it's not advisable to get too close to the Master Cheeks. That's how you get pink eye. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still going at number eight spot though. So uh, okay. underneath Master Cheeks above Uncharted the Adventure. Kind of insane that Uncharted is this low on the list uh you know i'm over here thinking the same thing alex right i'm I'm thinking we are on the same page same page all right adam are you ready i've been staring at this spot for 10 minutes i'm ready to go literally been unsettling me through my freaking thing all right you can start now all right so basically what the idea is it's a family-friendly restaurant uh we're gonna go in there the kind of basis for the idea is coyote ugly right it's all about music. It's all about dancing. Okay. So we have people in the restaurant dancing to the cool dance music. They're doing the moves. They're going exaggerated. Very cool. So that's the whole dance thing. At the each individual table, there is a connect available for people to point and put, do broken. things. Get the menu right. You can be like, all right, I want the cheese fries minus this. Da da da. That's how we're using the connect. You have a wall. You point at stuff. That's how you order things. Uh, and you do all that. And. It's fun. It's rompous. It's really cool music. Everyone gets down and has a good time. Ken friendly, dancing around. Birthday parties. Whenever people come out, normal restaurants do the birthday sing song. This, this place goes fucking ape shit. Believe me, you've never seen a more impressive happy birthday dance in your life. This place, we basically, the people who background dance for Jason Derulo are now working at this diner in the Xbox Park. <laughs> and time. The what? first year of customers have to buy the connect off their table. <laughs> what Free gift. is it called? Dance Central Diner. Dance Central Diner. That actually that rolls off the tongue really well. I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. Uh 
hmm, where do I want to put this one? Or do you want to put it? I will say, That's an I will option. say, here's the thing about Dan Central Diner. I... Your fucking face. <laughs> it sounds delicious. I gotta be honest, like, I don't love <laughs> the idea of a restaurant where you're constantly forced to kind of get up and do a lot of dancing. I was at that, I was at like a, what was it, like a Brazilian, like, barbecue restaurant once where we were forced to get up and dance, and it wasn't that great, but what get I appreciate, culture. I mean, oh, oh, now you're berating you are host. right, <laughs> you are correct, like, I'm, like, for the record, I'm saying this because I'm an old curmudgeon, not because mm. I'm right. Um, but what I appreciate about Dance Central Diner is it seems like you have the opportunity to dance if that's of interest to you, but you don't need to dance that much if you're just like, I just want to sit down and enjoy some food. And so for that reason, I'm going to put Dance Central Diner at number four on the list uh, underneath Vita Island and above Marvel Spider-Man The Ride. Mind. What? Out of your fucking mind. All right. Give me Mike. my one, Alex. Give me my one. Hold on. <laughs> I hate it. This so this much. show is officially rigged. There's not no nah, no nah. right. Not You're a chance. The wrong team. Alex has it out for me. All right, Mike. <laughs> Are you ready to give me the final pitch of round two? How much did he slip you, Alex? How much did he slip you? I am ready. <laughs> All right, you can start now. You get on your as the waist the waist bar comes down. When you start going down. You just hear happy music. Very colorful, very rare-esque looking. And then you see in, in the distance, you see Banjo with Kazooie on his shoulder. And he just starts, luckily, playing his happy Banjo. And then as you get closer, it turns more into a... The lights dim. As you get closer, you notice that Banjo is slowly pecking. Looks like he's actually pecking out Banjo's eyes at this moment. What? You said it was a dark ride. <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, hang, hang on, hang on. Uh, you need to watch more Defunct Land. Um, <laughs> a dark, dark ride. It, it's a, it's a ride that is usually uh, most notably a tunnel. Like uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is a dark ride. It's no, usually a slow moving thing. I'm saying this for the audience so we don't get things messed up. Uh, 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 it's Small World, Dark Ride, that sort of thing. But you go back to your fucking horror show. <laughs> this dark horror ride. ride. I have, it's also in the dark. I have officially turned off the timer. You can take as much time as you need to talk your way out of this one. Go with it, Mike. I don't care if you lose. I want you. I want to hear about this ride. Adam wants to know. I'm going to stare until you tell me the whole thing. Team. And as you hear the banner, now you see the blood <laughs> dripping from uh, Banjo as his eye is now missing. You hear the string cluck, and then it goes pitch dark. And then as a light kind of flickers in the distance, Banjo is gone. But then you hear from behind you as the ride slowly starts to speed up a little bit. And then it gets closer and closer. And as you look behind, you hear the crash. And Banjo is now chasing you to uh, Kazooie now just plucking him out, almost dismembering him as he chases you as through the uh, happy-go-lucky land. And yeah, that is essentially was going to be the horror pitch for... Obviously, I did not know what Dark Ride was. What, what is this ride called? Banjo gets Yui. 
I'm really good. Holy shit. That's good. That's actually really good. You... E. I hope I spelt that correctly. Not also, that I like just want to let you know that anyways. hearing saying something is getting plucked is just nah, I don't I don't like that. <laughs> that was a that's, what you, that's how you you pluck a banjo. I mean, this is definitely not <laughs> what I was expecting, but I feel like I, I feel like towards the end you kind of save this. I'm going to put it at the number nine spot. Uh, he didn't even follow Master what Chiefs he said. Night. He did. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I wasn't going to point Medieval something 3. out. I wasn't going to point something out. I am going to argue with the host. You, so, so he didn't go with the type of ride that you said. You also said at the beginning of this properties that we hadn't already mentioned. Banjo Kazooie was mm. mentioned in one of the previous pitches. So, mm. hey Alex, which hey, Alex, what he gave me? <laughs> hey Alex, he, he's arguing with you. I think Master Cheeks should go number five. <laughs> I think you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, what what previous attraction was the banjo ride mentioned in? Uh, whatever the fuck, uh, uh, Alex pitched just, at one point. It was no, noticed as a. It's one of the costume characters that during Adult oh. Nights, uh, banjo it was referenced and okay, is part of that attraction. Mm, no, no, no. I, I'll, I'll, mm. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I think that's very borderline. I'll allow it. Yeah. You All right. And with right. that, <laughs> it's time for round three. But before we do that, let's read off the list as it currently exists. In the number one spot, holding on, Old Yarnum, The Dark Ride. The number two spot, One versus 100, D's out, baby. Number three, <laughs> Vita Island. Number four, a, a new number four, Dance Central Diner. Number five, Marvel Spider-Man The Ride. Number six, It's Just Snack. Number seven, <laughs> Ride of the Tomb Raider. Number eight, <laughs> Master Cheeks at Night. Number nine, Banjo Gets Yui. And at number 10, Medieval 3, The Kids Parade. Which sounds kind of like a J JRPG. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, you Ooh. start off as a child being born, you end killing God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for round three, and this is where things are going to get a little bit complicated. Uh -oh. In this round, I'm going to give each team the opportunity to claim ownership of one of the other team's entries on the list by arguing how they would make an attraction out of it if given the chance. However, there's a catch. You see, it would be a big deal if a PlayStation property suddenly became one of the Xbox theme park's biggest attractions, or vice versa. Audiences aren't going to be so welcoming to see one of their enemy's biggest names take up such prime real estate in the park, which is why, to make things more palatable, I'm going to ask that with each counter pitch, you cross over the Xbox or PlayStation property you're stealing with an entry on the latter half of the list. Let's go ahead and just check the list real quick. Okay, good. Team Xbox. You're going to pitch a crossover theme park attraction between one of the PlayStation team's properties that's currently in the 1 to 5 range with one of your own properties that's in the uh, 6 to 10 range. So that means, for example, you could take Vita Island and you could cross it over with, for example, Ride of the Tomb Raider. PlayStation mm. team. You're going to pitch a crossover between one of the Xbox team's properties that's currently in the 1 to 5 range with one of your own properties that's in the 6 to 10 range. So, for example, you could take 1 versus 100 Ds out, baby, and cross that over with just Knack, as an example. If your team makes the better pitch of how you would do your crazy crossover attraction better, I'll flip ownership 
of the opposing team's property that you use to make the pitch on your side. Everything clear as mud? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we understand the <laughs> premise. Yes. Obviously, I'm very I, good I at feel understanding like we're premises. at a disadvantage because they have less of them up there. What's a dark ride, baby? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Team Xbox. Before Can I you see the list again? Is yes. the list. Which two mm-hmm. properties are you going to be crossing over? Hmm. Mike, what are you thinking? I'm thinking trying Old to do something. Huh? What was that? I'm thinking Old Yarnum with Master Cheeks at night. Oh. Uh, an adult theme park ride where you go through and there's suggestive content. Is this hold on, is this what is this what you're going with? Fuck it. Alright. Cool. Let's hear that pitch. <laughs> Mike, you start and I'll I'll, I'll clean up, I guess, because I'm drinking more. Are you? All right, so what would be, you start off, you have Master Chief hand you an axe, and you're confused at first, and you and Master Chief are now doing an axe drawing competition, and then all of a sudden, the axe that you just drew, you see it vibrate in the, uh, the board, and all of a sudden you see a hand, a large pale hand reach out in front of your face. As that axe flies back and lands in Kratos' hand. And he goes, boy, move. And then you do axe throwing with Master Chief and Kratos. And then you hop on a ride where these two burly men whisk you away. You're going up and then down and then you're going through. And then you end. It goes through and it's like little log rides where everyone gets slightly wet. Now you have a glistening Master Chief. You have glistening Kratos, Ooh. and you're just a happy, a happy person in between. Glistening is now a muscle sandwich. And then you arrive at the destination, and that's where Adam. I'll let you take it. Yeah, I don't know if this is what Alice asked for, but I'm in, I'm here for it. So, uh, yeah, we have Master Cheeks, and we've got Big Buff Daddy Kratos. It's it's still the dark ride idea where we're going through. You've got the axes, you're throwing them at bad guys, and all that stuff. You get splashed on. Everything's wet and glistening, just like in Yarnum. Everything is wet in Yarnum. Okay. Wet and gross and hairy. Um, go ahead, Alex. You were saying something? No, no, no. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> um, and yeah, so then you 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 go through the, the splashy part, and that brings you into this is just like uh like a like a like a sexual paradise once we splash through. It was like it was fun, it was a cool ride, and we're hanging out with these cool guys. I'm drunk. But now we splash through. We get Banjo topping Kazooie. We have Minecraft Steve. Kids love Minecraft Steve, but he is absolutely cooking and holding his meat. Just remember, like in uh, Smash Brothers, when he was like holding his meat in front of him in the victory screen. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All he's sitting there with his uh, with his thing. You have Death Death Loop. The people with the mask on. You're like, oh yeah, the Death Loop. People with the mask on, but it's actually like uh, what's that movie? Eyes Wide Shut. Where everyone just has the mask, mask on, uh, and they're having sex. Just the mask. Jack I'm going to give him this. Th- th- those people in Deathloop, they would fuck. Yeah. Absolutely. They do. Uh, Jack Black is, greets you at the very end of the ride. Two axes in both hands. He's like, hey, I've been in a bunch of Double Fine games. And he's in a Speedo, and he's shaking it. So you end the ride with Jack Black in front of you. America's sweetheart. Ultimate Master brutal Chiefs legend. And Kratos. All these buff, sexy men glistening from the water that hit you five seconds ago 
and we are here. And I don't remember the prompt, but I think this ride is awesome. <laughs> Here's the thing. It is an awesome ride. This is a incredibly creative pitch for something that I asked you to take the wheel on at the very last second. I don't feel like there's enough Yarnum in this particular ride. Like what made the old Yarnum dark ride pitch so successful in the first place is just how did you not thoroughly. Hear the yes, yes, and you got to that. You got to that the at the end. I have to acknowledge that. But like what made the original pitch so successful is how thoroughly it explored. You know, from Software's 2015 PlayStation 4 game. Yeah, I I like it a lot. I will argue. Hold on, hold on. The Okay. We still have to hear the other team's pitch. So I'm going to reserve uh -huh. my <clears throat> ultimate judgment until we mm -hmm. hear what they have to say. So I'm going to bring up wanna, the list. I want to clear something up real quick, real quick. You said yeah. there wasn't enough Yarnum in that. Were they supposed to put Yarnum in that? Because it sounded like you wanted essentially to take the property from one and switch Kratos. it with the type of ride. I, mean, I just want to put as much cheeks in it as I possibly could. That's what the I thought way, the assignment was. The way that I originally <laughs> conceived this round to be is that you're taking both properties, both rides, both ideas, and merging them into one. Okay, cool. So I'm more perplexed about Kratos now. Got oh, it. I've... Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, if, right. if, you, if you've got one off the bat, I mean... I, I have got this on lock. Alex, we are taking Dance Central Diner Rock and more? merging it with Medieval 3, The Kids Parade. Fuck. Say that one more time, Chad. Medieval... Yes. All right. Yes. Here's how it works. It is a dinner theater experience. You are going in, you are enjoying food a la uh, uh, medieval times. You know, you're eating chicken wing, turkey legs, all that kind of stuff. In the middle of dinner, a fight breaks out in a balcony up above. What's going on? There's Sir Daniel up there. A man dressed as a skeleton with a sword. He's jumping down, fighting bad guys. There's some evil villain off in the distance who is shouting all sorts of things. And then the big fight happens on stage. They're jumping over tables to get onto the stage at the very front of this dinner theater experience. And in comes the music. Tracks from across the, me the medieval franchise. And they are one some, like name one track from medieval fucking God, listen please do it. Track one. Track two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me. You got me. <laughs> so so the, the songs that you heard in the parade earlier in that pitch there, the, the skeletons breakdancing and all this stuff. These are choreographed fights timed to the music from medieval a la Dance Central. Uh, track if, one, medi um, main menu. Exactly, main menu. Yes, sorry. Main menu, track two, title screen. <laughs> He's not wrong, I just looked. So they're, they're dancing. They're dancing along and doing this fight choreography. At the very end, Sir Daniel, of course, conquers the enemies. It's a giant show. Everyone applauds. The whole time, the whole time, a very special person in the audience, they get your birthdays ahead of time. If it's somebody's birthday there, some very special person in the audience... Boom, skeleton head pops up, they put it on the table of that person, and it sings happy birthday to them in a very skeleton-like experience. And then they dance to Katy Perry singing happy birthday. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Man. We call this, we call this. Oh, hold on. We call this medieval The Last Supper. <laughs> I don't dislike the name. I don't dislike the name. Uh, it's tough, because... Here's the thing. Here's the predicament that I'm currently faced with. I think that ultimately what Team Xbox pitched me is far more extravagant and interesting of an experience. But I think that... I also was thinking of Vanheim, not... Uh... 
I, I think that Chad and Trevor did a better job of actually living up to the spirit of what it was looking for from this round. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. See what happens when you listen? And you don't keep chugging scotch and bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two dudes deep, baby. You know what? Praise Dale. Praise Dale. Praise Dale. <laughs> Where's he at? <laughs> We also very clearly kept the experience. You gotta of cut the Adam on this I, one at least once. I pulled in. I pulled in the birthday song that Adam made such a big deal about. I pulled in the dancing while also leaving out the strenuous part of the audience having to dance, but they still get to Wrong enjoy camera. the experience. <laughs> you gotta cut to Adam. Okay, they the saw thing. me explaining why we're gonna win. And, and I do appreciate that, Chad. Clearly, you've been paying attention to you know some of my concerns over the course of the evening. I don't love. At the very end, the skeleton head singing you happy birthday or whatever the hell it does. The Monic Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, I get that. And I get that, like, kids love, what is it, Five, N Five Nights at Freddy's and all that yeah, crap. Yeah, see, but, you like, get it all in there. You get, you get but here's, everything. Here's, I don't here's know. Here's like, the thing. Uh, it is a very medieval thing to have Sir Daniel's head. In fact, there is even a screenshot, if you Google Sir Daniel head, yeah. of his head on on a, a hand. Like, his head is not on his body at all times. So it's a callback to the original property. Also, I want to point out, we didn't dip into a bunch of other fucking properties that we didn't talk about. That's right. And it's fun for the whole family, and not everyone's naked. <laughs> but you know what? experience. You know what? That is true. That is true. But is true. that knock on it? There's not but, enough naked. But... Team... <laughs> Uh, give me a second. Team Xbox was the only team thus far tonight to bring up God of War, the biggest PlayStation franchise property, possibly the biggest property. Oh, no, 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 that wasn't in a fucking uh, hunter's outfit? No. Did you hear his fucking talk about people banging off on the shores of fucking old Yarnum? No, you fucking didn't. Where was the shit? Where was it? They didn't even put the laser gun thing in there. They it did also nothing. Been they went on a drunken sprawl. Fucking cut to Adam so we can see this fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one on TV. He's been holding it for 30 minutes. I'll keep holding it. Uh, it's too late. If I put Marcus, Alex, and a chainsaw gun in the understand. middle of Dance Central <laughs> Diner, that yeah. would have been completely inappropriate. Trevor, uh, what you have to understand is I want you to understand. I want Chad you to understand. You are free to make this choice. You are absolutely free to make this choice. <laughs> However, your integrity as a host oh will be God. called into question. No, you know why? Because Chad is Patreon exclusive episode uh. poison. Don't ever work with Chad. He <laughs> will kill you. Unironically, is that the right word? Um, I have drunk half a bottle of bourbon, but I'm still beating Chad because he can't. Oh, it's open. <laughs> that was at least half a bottle. <laughs> In any case, oh it, it's too late. Uh, the new number one spot is now <laughs> what I have Christian. Fucking Christ. Old Yarnum, the dank ride. But I'm done. 
Hold on. We need a second new co-host. We need a second new co-host. You might say that you're done, but ladies and gentlemen, mostly just gentlemen, because it's just gentlemen here tonight, we have a fourth round. Yes, that's right. I know you might remember debatable that's only good. having three fourth rounds. Fourth round's called Alex Still Picks Them. <laughs> yes. But this isn't debatable. This is pitch perfect, which means that it is time for our final round. The round that will determine who wins the show, if you can flip the board in your favor. Give me... Just one quick little second so I can oh look at like my family phone feud where the only quick. round that actually matters is the final round. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> yeah, right. That's me. I'm on the screen. Holy shit. <laughs> Name a number. Wow, there's two between of you. Are you okay, one... Adam? You almost died. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> no bueno. I ran out of mixer and I just took I chugged about half a glass of bourbon and didn't have anything to chase it with. Dude, that bourbon is too tasty to be chugging. Mm-mm, good shit. <laughs> All right, Chad. That's, name that's a number. Kazooie makes when he's coming. <laughs> Choose a number between one to five. Fight the power. Come on. We're gonna, we got to see. Focus, people. Praise, praise Dale three. Dale Earnhardt three. All right, Trevor. <laughs> name a number between one to five. Uh, number uh, what five? Five. All right, <sighs> Adam. Number between, <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. Put that away. Choose a number between one to five. Four. Mike, <laughs> choose a number between one to five. What's Mike's last name? <laughs> Uno. Island of Misfit <laughs> Rolls. Uno. Chad and Trevor, the two of you have chosen Morgan Freeman and Melissa Ooh. McCarthy. Oh, Mike, power couple, and Adam. The two of you have chosen Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Fuck you, dude. They're actually fucking a group. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, my fair contestants. What's the hallmark of a truly successful theme park attraction? Is it the really long wait times? Is it when the attraction breaks down in the middle of the day from overuse? Is it when the attraction breaks down in the middle of the day because someone sprinkled their loved one's ashes in the gears? The answer, <laughs> oh, of course, is none of the above. It's whether the attraction gets made into a movie. That's right. Yes. For the final round of Pitch Perfect, each team will be pitching me competing movies based on one of the hottest properties on the list. The way that this is going to work is going to be really simple. Team Xbox... In a moment, I'm going to ask you to pick one of your pitches that's currently in the top five. You're then going to pitch me a movie based on this attraction that stars both of the actors I just gave the two of you a moment ago. After that, I'll turn things over to Team PlayStation, and you'll have to take the same attraction that the winning team chose and pitch your own take on how you would adapt it for the silver screen, but with your own celebrity starring in it. If the winning team makes the better movie pitch, they'll retain ownership of the attraction and, of course, certainly indefinitely win the game. But if the losing team makes a better movie pitch, they'll flip ownership of the attraction over to them and I'll crown them the winner instead. Are we ready? No, I'm going to be honest. Chad and I were typing in the dock and I didn't hear any of that. Okay. <laughs> All right, Team Xbox. Which are you choosing? From the top five. And Mike, I'm thinking, oh, that's what it's called. I'm thinking um, one versus 100 um, for our Seth Rogen, Charlie Theron movie. 
What are you thinking? Uh, I'm, I was actually thinking the exact same. Okay, we'll do that then. Let me, right. real quick, I'm reading the plot for Longshot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking that uh, Seth Rogen is the one. I actually <gasps> want Charlize Theron to be the one. Oh, is Whoa. Seth Rogen the host? Or no, is he no, just no. her pl plucky. Charlize Theron is the host, and Seth Rogen is our lovable Canadian dummy donor who is, he is going Canadian. He is Canadian, yeah. but he's from Vancouver. He was on a podcast recently where he talked about how he was like really excited to see the first Fast and Furious movie because they did a lot of like Fast and Furious style drag races over in that part of the country. Like it's mm. cool that he's Canadian, but you know, he's that kind of Canadian. I don't know what that means. Um so Charlie Theron is the host of a game show. Um it happens to be one versus one hundred, right? Seth Rogan, his friend gets sick, his friend Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd gets sick, can't make his appearance. He's like, bud, you gotta sit, you gotta sit in for me, even though I know you're awful at trivia. Seth Rogen takes Paul Rudd's place. Now, for um, the record, for the record, you're mm -hmm. saying Paul Rudd. We don't actually have Paul Rudd's consent to be in this movie. You, we could later on after the movie gets approved potentially pitch it to him. But yeah. right now, Sheldon. this isn't necessarily the Paul Rudd. This is just I'm a thinking of placeholder Seth actor Rogen. that we're calling Paul Rudd. Yeah. This is or go, this go is with Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel will never turn down a Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, I'm saying this is Seth Rogen's crew of folks. We know who these guys are, right? So Seth Rogen takes the place of one of his friends that are actors. He gets on the show. And, and uh, Michael Sarah, maybe. <laughs> oh wow, uh, that's not him. Uh, and then um, yeah, he gets on the on the show. He gets very lucky. He's just guessing at these at these questions, and he's getting lucky. But he has to keep him back every day to film new episodes. And then he slowly builds a relationship with Charlie Theron. It's like she's super smart and super successful. He's a he's a pothead who's very bad at trivia. But by the <laughs> end of it, um, you know they fall in love. And and at the last, the whenever it's one versus two, he loses. But guess what? They they he he wins love from Charlie's heart. So it's it's all worth it because they're in love. And these two are in movies together. And an ounce Separate. of pot. Pineapple <laughs> <laughs> Express. Is that what it's called? The movie? What? Yeah, what's its title? Oh. One versus Love. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. I like it. But do I like mm. it more than Chad and Trevor's take on this property? Okay. Chad and Trevor, so, the floor is yours. So let me get this straight just real quick. So we are now pitching One versus 100 with Morgan Freeman and Melissa McCarthy. That is correct. Got it. All right. So here's what happens. One versus one hundred. Uh, uh, you know that that that. Let me let me restart. Let me restart. There's a hundred Melissa McCarthy's. There has been a oh, terrible Lord. accident uh, that has caused her. She was like she was like you know uh, uh, an aide or something at this laboratory, and they and they accidentally cloned her a hundred now, times. Now hold on, hold on. Quick question: Is this accident in any way related to the accident that happened? at the Captain Crunch factory that resulted in Oops All Berries, Captain Crunch it did, cereal. It did, it did, okay, it was called good. Oops All McCarthy's. And I appreciate Oops. that because that means we have a very convenient and in-universe explanation to have yeah. a lot of Captain Crunch product placement. Good, yeah. good start, good start. So, so the thing is though, is that she uh, was actually recently fired from that job. And the person that fired her, Morgan Freeman. And so Ooh. she's like, there's a hundred of me now. Like, I'm going to go fuck up this rich dude. 
And so she starts going after Morgan Freeman. And he's he's running and trying to get out of his house and everything like that. And and he figures out, he figures out there's one way to disarm these 100 Melissa McCarthy's. And that is trivia. Asks a question out loud. They stop like, oh shit, what is that? Who, who, who was, who wasn't friends? What was it? I can't remember. And then he just keeps running. He just keeps going. And he has to try and think up as many trivia questions as he can while he's on the run for his life. Here's, here's a partnership with Mattel for toys. Oh, there yeah, are a hundred different versions of Melissa McCarthy with different outfits, yeah. different I, personalities. And they come in little <laughs> Melissa McCarthy balls. I mean, I, mean, I yep. appreciate... Gotta respect the merchandise. I appreciate you guys thinking of all the verticals that this movie can extend out from, but please keep it contained to just the movie. Okay, then in credits, win awards, we're done. Fueled my time. Okay. I know this isn't how this game works, Alex, but I want to point out that this movie is fun. You know, I like fun, goofy hijinks, variants Uh of Wilson McCarthy. The movie does predicate on a white woman committing hate crimes against an elderly black man. I will point that, that out. That is not my gonna, fault. That is the numbers' fault. <laughs> it's going to sell well in America. And that's the market that counts. <laughs> we only have 40 million people up north, so yeah, we don't need what? <laughs> what is this what Melissa you? McCarthy movie called? Imagine the fucking marketing. Eight crimes. Team that's that's what the movie's called. To their fucking desk and was like, oh, fuck. We do anything with this. I guess we'll bargain with Mattel. <laughs> Toys will love the racism. They're gonna eat it up. <laughs> oh my god! What's the movie called? Give me Fucking one versus one hundred. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Both these bitches have interesting oh. stuff going on in them. <laughs> I appreciate the, the the science fiction angle of Team PlayStation's pitch. I definitely wasn't expecting that. At the same time, Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron are definitely a power couple, as you guys went over earlier. Oh, man. Oh, man. What, what racism, a fantastic racism, show. Racism, racism. <laughs> I'm also <Ooh>. Canadian. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know what? You know what? This entire show, I've been asking all of you, hey, what's this thing called? Hey, this thing's got to have a name. Guys are always slow on the upkeep, and that was true this time around. But guess what? Only one team. What? Alex. Alex. What? Do you think Pirates of the Caribbean would have been as popular of a movie franchise if they called it Jack Sparrow's Boat? No. They have to call it what the ride is called. They have to make the property recognizable. You can't go off and call it Gwyneth Paltrow's dick ride or whatever you call it. And like, what? what does that mean? Is that is that one versus one hundred? I don't, I wasn't listening to their pitch, so I don't know what they call Chad. it. Chad. But you have to What call did it they the call this stupid Super Mario movie? It was fucking Blade Runner with two plumbers. What the fuck did they call it? Chad. The Super Mario movie. Chad, exactly. what is the name of the ride as it originally appeared on the list? Oh. You're hiding the list. I can't see it. I... <laughs> <laughs> we don't have access to, to the list. You should just know. Chad, I'm waiting. One versus 100. There's a colon. <laughs> Baby. Anything else? 
Dance Central Diner. <laughs> I fucking damn it, Chad. God damn it. I even put it in the Google Doc. <laughs> the well, you winner. You yelled at me. That's, D's out, D's out, D's out, D's out, D's out. Uh, was that what now it was? I'll let you know it's from the, the Google Doc. Anyways, I don't, I don't care. I know what Google is. The winner is one versus well, one. Anyways, anyways <laughs> I don't care. That team. sums up all of this. <laughs> team Xbox that is a winner. What I was going to say originally is only one team went out of their way to actually give this one an original name. And for that reason, Jesus. one versus only one love team wins. was favorited by the love host. Wins. Correct. Tonight. Thank you, Mike. And Great remember, everybody. Perfect. Friendship is magic. Mm-hmm. Winning team, oh, do you have boy. any closing comments? Holy shit, I'm drunk. Bourbon <laughs> <laughs> is gonna be sipped, not chugged. Life lesson, mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thank you, Alex, for picking the better team. Sorry, oh, Trevor, no you you backed a, a losing horse. Take it behind the shed and shoot. So it glad in the you invited head. me on the show. <laughs> Fuck you, Alex. Damn it. That is what I think. Motherfucker. I'll be sure next time to come back and be on Alex or uh, yeah, on Alex's team, because fucking Jesus Christ. Like the the, the 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 calls on the you know, I Okay, virtual room boy. <laughs> uh, the fucking we need to get to bring up my number, Viva Pinata pitch and my fusion frenzy one. pitch. That is number actually one on both of their lists was a ticket. Yeah. They said let's start with this because we both the have number, number one selling one feature of Xbox <laughs> is Game Pass. We needed a Game Pass equivalent. Oh, the number one part, scam huh? of Xbox is Game Pass. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. 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 I didn't even get to put my Starfield oh, no. under yeah. construction area. No, here, there, there <laughs> actually is a, a new bigger scam on Xbox. It's whatever Alex Cozina's fucking gamer tag is. That's right. All right. That's right. Let's read off the list before we close things out. In the number one <laughs> spot, Old Yarnum, the Dank Ride. Classes, everybody. Classes. Number two, One versus Love, the movie slash ride. Number three, Vita Island. Number four, Dance Central Diner. Number five, Marvel Spider Man, the ride. Number six, it's Jess Knack. Number seven, Ride of the Tomb Raider. Number eight, Master Cheeks at Night. Number nine, Banjo Gets Yui. And number 10, Medieval 3, The Kids Parade. Uh, It's not uh, pictured on the list that you're currently looking at on your YouTube MP4 player. However, in the number 11 spot would be Uncharted the Adventure. Uh, In the number 12 spot would be Sea of Thieves, maybe with Johnny Depp. Number 13 would be Xbox Park Passes. And in number 14, Dead Last, The Virtual Room. God damn it, I can't keep, say it without Keep this laughing. on the screen. No, no, keep the list on the screen. Keep the list on the screen. We didn't even get to bring out the HoloLens. The number one spot, they fucked up the prompt and they didn't do it right. The right. number two spot, the property's completely lost. No one knows what it's about. Correct. Number four spot... You don't ha- you have to move and you hated doing that. Number 7 is there's another ride that already exists. Let's call it Tomb Raider. Number 9 was the complete wrong pro like it's banjo killing murder. Love <laughs> the banjo get Yui ride. I love how Chad did not oh talk shit about number 8 cuz Master Cheeks at Night is wonderful. It's very, uh, yeah, it's it's very very one of the best things ever. Yes. Oh, That's right. Great, right there. <laughs> I'm surprised Master Cheeks at Night was not number 1. 
And with that, we've arrived at the end of tonight's installment of Pitch Perfect. Remember that this production is part of a series of monthly rotating shows we do, and that you can enjoy new installments of this show a month early if you subscribe to us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash respawnaimfire. We deeply appreciate your support and encourage any feedback you might have on how to make these productions even better. Trevor? Mike, thank you so much once again for taking your time out of your schedule to do this with us. If people wanted to find you online, where could they do so? And is there anything that you're up to that you would want to plug? Trevor, I'll start with you. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There's an A hiding in there. I am the writer and content uh, designer for Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realm. So check that out because I do some cool writing on there and I think you'd like it. Uh, thank you all for letting me be on the show. Uh, I really wish I'd been let in on the bit uh, about uh, Chad not being able to win. Uh, but, you know, I'll still be around next time. So thanks, Alex. Mike? Uh, you can catch us at, at Isle of Misfit Roll or at Misfit Rolls. We are actually uh, in the next two, three weeks uh, finishing up our... Uh, four-year D&D campaign that uh, Adam, you're so distracting. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> but you also him, are our, <laughs> our wizard. I, I play D&D with Adam. I am the DM, and we've been playing for four years, and it, uh, all good things must come to an end, just like this podcast has. But uh, if you'd like to join us, you can find us at pretty much everywhere at Misfit Rolls. Thank you for having me. It's been a lot of fun, and I wasn't planning on drinking this much, and I have to work, and i got to be at work in less than ten hours. Wow. All right, then. And with that, yeah, unfortunately, we actually have a long weekend because it's St. Jean-Baptiste Day on Monday. That that sounds like I'm making up a Quebec holiday, but that's actually what it's called. It's basically Quebec, like, it, it's like Canada Day, but for just Quebec. Anyways, Other with that, and with that, we'd like to thank you once again for tuning in to Respawning Fire. We'll see you next time. <laughs>